0: save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an ac pro recharge kit today be a pro with ac pro
1: now another astros podcast steve sparks here with michael coffin as, as we are every week on a sunday it's astros general manager jeff luno uh, along with us jeff how you doing
2: well i'm doing fine uh, obviously concerned about all the folks out in florida and the southeast but uh we're doing okay, recovering from the hurricane here in Houston, and hoping our Astros get back on the winning track today.
1: Are you getting any sense of what the the ballpark in West Palm Beach is like right now?
2: I don't know at this point. I know they've taken all the precautions, and we had our players uh, evacuate to a safe hotel in Orlando area. But um, obviously, we're very concerned because the pictures that are coming out of Florida are right. very disconcerting. At this point.
1: Well, Jeff, we got good news with Justin Verlander. That was on. Tuesday in Seattle what a start for him the last pitch 99 miles per hour and Kind of set the tone of what uh, the Astros can expect the rest of the way.
2: I think it does. I mean, the whole Seattle series—if you think about it—with Keuchel and then followed up with Verlander, and then McCullers coming back and pitching in Game Three of that series—you know—that's going to; those are going to be the first three guys in our playoff rotation. So, uh, I think we—I think we showed people what we're capable of, and I think it's going to—it bodes well for what's coming in October.
0: And we've seen what he does on the field, Jeff, and uh, you know when when you realize the impact that he could have in the clubhouse as well. Is that one of the factors that goes into your decision to say, you know what, we need to go out and get a guy like this?
2: No question. He's got so much playoff experience, and we know he's going to help us when he's on the mound. But if you've watched him over this past week, he's in the dugout every single day. He doesn't go back in the clubhouse. He watches the game regardless of whether we're winning or losing. He's talking to AJ. He's talking to Strami. He's talking to the catchers, the other pitchers. You could just tell he's really into it, and that's the sort of uh, – Attitude that we were hoping to get, and certainly has it.
0: Well, another big acquisition for you, Cameron Maben. Uh, adding him for you know the veteran presence, obviously a tremendous outfielder, great speed, but has had a huge impact offensively as well. Already uh, three home runs out of the shoot a uh, couple of game winners. You have to love the way he's really mixed in.
2: We have, and, and Maben, you know, we acquired him for the rest of this year, knowing that there's a good chance that he could make our playoff roster and make us better. And it's nice to have the athleticism it's nice to have the defense and the speed because we know in the postseason runs are hard to come by and if you have a guy who can make that catch or make that steal that base or get that extra hit um, those are guys that are really valuable in the postseason
1: Jeff you get a little extra thump in the lineup today the DH for the Astros Evan Gattis back off the disabled list Uh, he's a big boost for the lineup especially from the right side
2: he sure is, and Evan Gattis is the guy that hit 30 homers last year. We know what he's capable of doing. He also adds some depth to our catching core, so uh, he's been missed. I mean, you know, we've had injuries here and there. I think today, probably the first day we have everybody back that we've that we you know have had throughout the season that we need back. So uh, I'm excited about him being back, and hopefully he'll hit a couple out of there today. Jeff, did
1: you ever get an update on, on Juan Centeno, who came out of the game yesterday with the – with a bat to the helmet?
2: Yeah, I do. I do feel better about the situation. Obviously, when you get hit in the head, we have to be very cautious. And so we went through all the concussion protocol yesterday, and he had some mild symptoms. He's feeling better today. He's not available for the game today, but we don't expect him to be out very long. Yeah. Fortunately, this happened in September, where we have extra catchers. Um, but hopefully, he'll be back next week.
0: Jeff, you announced a couple of days ago ending the affiliation with uh, Greenville in the Appalachian League. Uh, Take us through that uh, thought process and what it does for you guys in terms of rosters uh, in the minor leagues next year and beyond.
2: Well, you know, we've been with Greenville for a long time. We've had a very successful run there. You know, we have nine minor league affiliates, and that's uh, the highest in all of baseball. And there was a period of time where that was really important for us from 2011 all the way through until this, this year because we were injecting so many bodies into our system that we needed to have a place for all them to play. But as we look forward to the future, and we're going to be picking late in the draft, and we're not going to have a big pool of uh, resources to sign international talent, we figured that this was a uh, a time for us to streamline the player development operation a little bit more and focus uh, on a slightly fewer number of players, but with a higher faculty-to-student ratio, if you will, That's what we're looking forward to in the future. But it's been a great relationship with Greenville.
1: This is Steve Sparks and Michael Coffin alongside General Manager Jeff Luno with the Astros. and uh, Quad Cities, uh, the low-A affiliate for the Astros in the Midwest League. They win the opener last night, uh, a walk-off win. Exciting moments for a lot of those minor leaguers uh, in Quad Cities.
2: It was. uh, Russ Steinhorn is the manager there, and he's doing a terrific job managing this team. This team's had a lot of talent. A couple of guys that were on the team got traded away in the Verlander trade, so uh, they're not at full strength, but uh, they've responded well. And the Midwest League is three rounds of playoffs, so it's one of the hardest rings to come by in the, in the minor leagues. Um, it's hard to get into the playoffs, and it's hard to win. Uh, but so far, they're one round down, and they're up one nothing, and that's the three-second-round series, so we're hoping that
0: they keep chugging along. In terms of developing a, a talent, and uh, you know, how much weight do you put in the impact that it has on these guys uh, to go through the playoffs in the minor leagues and, and win, and do so as a team?
2: We, you know, our primary focus is on development; it always has been. But we'd like to win while we're developing, and we've got a strong track record of doing that. A lot of minor league championships. A lot of guys come up together, having won, and that's an important a- atmosphere for us to set. It's a nice tone to set because when guys get to the big leagues, we want them to expect to win.
0: Well, 19-year-old uh, Forrest Whitley certainly made a splash this year. We saw him in, in A Corpus Christi at the end of the year, uh, named the uh, Yahoo Sports Minor League Pitcher of the Year. This is a guy who, uh, you know, averaged nearly 14 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a very difficult task when you ask a 19-year-old to go out there and complete, uh, compete at AA, uh, and he's certainly uh, impressed.
2: He sure has, and it's the first of many accolades that are going to be coming his way. For a guy that was basically in high school a little over a year ago to come out and, and pitch at three levels and pitch well at three levels, uh, he's going to be earning some hardware. But most importantly for us, he's positioned himself as one of the top pitching prospects in the game and a guy who's already at double-A at the age of 19. So you know, you could see him being in our rotation in the next couple of years and being there for a long time to come.
0: And after the, the draft last year, did you anticipate him reaching double-A at the end of the uh, the 2017 season?
2: No, I didn't. I've, I've drafted some high pitchers before and you know guys like Shelby Miller that have moved pretty quickly through systems, but I didn't anticipate him getting to double A in his first year and especially being able to dominate every level. Um, so he's ahead of schedule, I have to say, and that's a good thing for us, but uh, his stuff is definitely getting close to Major League Ready if it's not there already, so he just needs a little more experience, and we'll see what we have, but I'm pretty excited.
1: Jeff, close to Major League Ready, it sounds like Michael's been telling me about how well Riley Farrell Uh, Completed his season with Corpus Christi. Of course, he was a closer coming out of TCU, highly touted out of the draft. Uh, uh, Maybe in the mix next year for the Astros uh, bullpen.
2: I think he will be. This is a guy that, like you said, came out of TCU. uh, A lot of anticipation for us, and uh, was slowed down a little bit. Um, Wasn't able to play all year, but once he got going, um, he was tremendous, and you know finished on a strong note. And that's what we look for. So he's going to get a chance to rest this off season. Come into spring training. Uh, we're going to have to make a decision on, on spring training invite, but I imagine whether or not he gets an invite, he'll be pitching in some big league spring training games and and give us a chance to really evaluate him for a potential call up next year.
1: Well, Jeff, 20 games to go, tied with the Cleveland Indians right now. Let, let's get them. Uh, hopefully, next week when we're talking to you, got a little uh, cushion in, in that lead.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, they can't they can't win them all over in Cleveland. That's a good team over there. To take out. Uh, but we're you know we need to go on another roll, and we will starting today with right. Michael and hopefully we'll get that home field advantage back. But either way, I mean, we're chugging toward the division title, the first one we've had in a long time, and that's going to be, you know, the first big step for us, and hopefully that comes in the next week or so.
1: Sounds great. Thanks a lot for catching up with us, Jeff.
2: Thanks for having me on, guys.
1: This has been a production.
3: And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best – stories is Wasabi technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest